Hello, hello, and welcome to Inspired, your grown-up girl talk. I'm Stacy Fleece, and I am once again here with Samantha Tredelius. How are you? Here I am. I know, right? Um, Good. Plowing through 2023. Here we go. Here we go. I don't know. I was going to say like a, I I don't know, like like a bull in a china shop in my world, I think, but it's okay. It's all good. It just, it, when you start the year with a low bar, it can only get better. Indeed. Indeed. Right. That, indeed. That's indeed. how we're going to look at it. Um, today, we're going to actually talk about what, you know, it's interesting. It's probably one of my least favorite topics, clothing, styling. I know like it should be one of my favorite, but I don't, I don't like trying on clothes. I don't like shopping for clothes. I don't like spending the money. I um I, I just wear black anyway. So it like it, it doesn't matter. Just give me just give me a bunch of black. But the guest we have today, first of all, I'm super excited about because she's a USC Trojan, a fellow Trojan. So fight on, first of all. I'm gonna get that in right up front. But we have today from the Style Trust, although that's just one little part of your your life, but we'll we'll talk about that a little bit. We have um God, Asbasia Mikhail. Correct. Hi, how are you? How are you today? Great. Thank you for having me today. It's so I'm so excited and so honored to be here with you both. You are, um, you know, women, women are notoriously multifaceted, and we have a million different buckets that we're working with, right? Your buckets are um, pretty cool, I think, (laughs) and not ones that I would put together. (laughs) It's fascinating. So you, um, you know, you first of all, you immigrated to here, to the U.S. when you were a young child, right? Um, grew up in the U.S., did undergrad at USC, did your medical degree, got your medical degree at uh, Wake Forest, which, by the way, my son's at Elon right now, so um, <laughs> I've spent, spent a little time back there, um, and you are, professionally, you are a, a, an ER physician, an ER doctor, you're also a mom, two, two kids, Two boys, yes. Yeah, well, that's a lot. Yeah. And then because you weren't doing enough with the ER doctor and writing books and chapters and books and being a mom and raising kids, you thought, you know what the world needs? And by the way, we do. <laughs> um, we need the style trust because um, you, well, it, it, you know, typical, right? Like the, the birth of invention is out of need. Right. Um, so tell us a little bit how like, because being an ER doctor and saving the world isn't enough. You were like, let me, let me just start, let me start this company because it doesn't exist and it doesn't. But tell us a little bit about how the style trust came to be. Well, you're right. I think you hit it on the nail. I mean, it comes out of your own needs, actually. You know, that's how in, inventions come come about is because you realize that, hey, I need this. And if I need this, I think other people need it too. But it really came out of a struggle uh, struggles that I was having for myself. And, you know, I've always wanted to look my best. I mean, I'm not, I, I'm not a fashionista, but I always want to look sharp and look, look my best because I think when you look your best, you feel your best, you exude a confidence that also brings out the best in other people. And um, it was easy kind of when I was single and not married without kids to be able to shop and and take my time and and get ready and then oh, when oh, you mean like disposable income was in your world <laughs> yes. some yeah. something like that yeah. Yeah. 
and then you have kids and you're like, mm, no. Yeah. And and then you're working full time and um, night shifts, by the way, I was doing primarily night shifts and I was pretty much dedicated to my family, my work and my body shape completely changed after birth, you know, childbirth. And so um, my closet didn't really suit me and getting ready you know, and I wore scrubs all the time, but when I didn't have to wear scrubs and I was, you know, I, I was getting ready for different occasions. It was a, it was a real struggle and it was, um, it didn't feel good. I mean, yeah, I mean, everything else felt right. Right. You know, my work, my, my family, my, you know, um, just career wise and family wise, but just feeling good about myself and, and, and projecting who I was on the outside with what I wore just didn't feel right. And after many, you know, it wasn't just a few nights, it was like weeks and and maybe a year of just feeling that way. I just felt like there's got to be a better way. And I thought, gosh, what if I could just, you know, take a picture of things in my closet and send it to, you know, somebody I knew, and they could just put stuff together for me. And, you know, because it just wasn't, you know, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm a physician, I'm a science person, I should know how to put things together. It just wasn't in me to ask somebody, hey, what should I wear? You know, that just never was something that I did. And I didn't have any sisters um, to ask. I just grew up, you know, I just that wasn't something that I did. And so I thought, what if there was somebody in, and then I thought, what if there was somebody in the cloud that I could just send things to or talk to, and they could be no shame attached, and they could just put stuff together for me. And, and it would be amazing. And that was actually that thought came to me over 15 years ago. And and then I actually looked online for something like that, and I couldn't find it. But yeah, there must thought, be a better way. But yet yeah. there isn't. But there, there isn't. Yeah. There, there isn't. And there wasn't until now. <laughs> but I, I, the thought stayed with me. And I thought, gosh, if I could put something together like this, this would be amazing. But I just I didn't have the time, the financial means, the energy to even focus on something like that until my kids became a little more self sufficient. And then I went to an entrepreneur workshop. And I listened to some of the, they were female entrepreneur, entrepreneurs. And I was really inspired by them. And I thought, gosh, if you know, if they could do it, and, and if I, I could do it too. And if I don't do this now, I'm going to be very upset with myself. I'm going to feel like somebody else will eventually do it. And then you'll be like, damn, that was my idea. (laughs) And I thought I I could do this and there's a need for it. And I'm, I'm going to just go for it. And that's when, you know, about six years ago, that's when I just started working on it, putting my team together, getting a lawyer, a business lawyer, and just learning about business. Step one, get a lawyer. Yes. Get get a team together, put get everything that you need together, get your web developers, everything. And and slowly but surely it came about. Um and and it was it was it was amazing. And I was, you know, it became a passion uh for me and it became something exciting that I would work on when I was done with work and my family, and you know, I got to spend energy and time on this. So it it was a nice something I can work on. I mean, it would, it's been a financial burden, but I'll tell you, COVID came, it was a, uh, a nice little natural gift from the world for us, but it was not very good for the style trust. Um, because we, you know, in February of 2020, um, we were supposed to, you know, that was right when we did a like informal launch because we were preparing for our formal launch in June of 2020. And, um, we did a yeah. I'm sorry. Cool timing. Yeah. Yes. Excellent timing. 
we did our friends and family launch and got very everybody excited and and signed on with a digital marketing team and just had the ball you know got the ball rolling and um we did and our nobody first... needed outfits yeah right nobody, everyone was everyone was rocking the sweatpants it became that's right athleisure became the luxury so here's what I absolutely love and we have interviewed countless stylists and you know for for the average gal it may be something that's not attainable because a it's expensive b a lot of time and c it's kind of just one of those things that like I don't know if unless you're like a movie star or have something major to do you're not really thinking about hiring a stylist here's what's cool about what you're doing is you're taking what we already have in our closets Right. And we're sending them to a person who is then saying this and this and this can work. And it's so working within what you've got is right. the coolest. So, super easy. So what it is, the Style Trust, is that we connect um, style-minded individuals with expert stylists who will customize looks for them based on their body shape, their taste preferences, and their budget. And they'll use items that you already own in your closet, or they'll use brand new items if you wish. But what's great is that they'll actually use the things that are already in your closet. And um, you could send pictures of like your, your six favorite things. Like we all have our, our handful of favorite things that we will wear every day. If the capsule, as you call it, the fashion capsule. So you could send, you could send up that and then they work within that and maybe layer in a piece or two here or there. Right. Well, I'll tell you what's great about it. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what's, what's great about it is there's two things you, when you sign up, you get access to your own virtual closet, which means you can actually upload the things you already own into your virtual closet and you can categorize it as, as organized as you want and as detailed as you want. So you can organize your dresses your tops, your jackets, your pants, and you can even categorize them further as maxi, midi, mini, and your jackets, furs, uh, leathers, motos. So you can, so your, your stylist will have access to your virtual closet, but we also have a patent on a particular service called a style match. So like you said, I would buy pieces that fit me perfectly well, but that's all I had time to do is find what that one piece. And I think when I get home, I, I know the perfect thing that will go with it. And in my mind, it looked one way, but when I got home, it looked (laughs) not the right way and completely horrible. And so it would sit in my closet forever. And sometimes I wouldn't even wear it because I just never found the right thing to go with it. Oh, how many of us have stuff in our closets with tags? Right. I mean, guilty. Guilty. So it's called the style match service where you actually upload that, that photo of that item that you love and you wearing it. And the the stylist will put together three looks for you based on what you're looking for, whether, you know, however you want to wear it. And um, they'll use, like I said, items that you already own or plug in new items that they think, you know, maybe you're lacking in your your closet and they'll they'll use that to um, customize your look for you. And then they'll send you those those three looks and you can either just shop your closet or just shop directly from the site. It'll it'll direct you straight to the vendor. So it's so easy because it's all done virtually and you're connecting with a real life stylist. I mean, this is your own personal stylist. There's no artificial intelligence involved. It's all personal intelligence. And this is a stylist who gets to know you. It's like, I'm talking to you right now. This is how they get to know you. I mean, um, and so it's, it's amazing the value you get 
for what you're paying and that's the next thing I want to talk about. This is what I like to call approachable, affordable styling because the rates, you know, talk about your price points. They're very, very affordable. Very affordable. I mean, I mean, sometimes I feel bad for stylists, but they're, I mean, so we have, basically we have different memberships for different styling needs. So whatever your style needs are, we can accommodate you. So if you want to meet with a stylist once a month, we have a yearly membership that's $50 a month. If you want to meet with them twice a month, then it's a hundred dollars a month. If you just, if you say to yourself, listen, I I don't, I think I'm only going to need a stylist about four times a year um, for my birthday, for new years, for a special occasion, then you can buy a seasonal membership that's four times a year and you can use those four um, sessions anytime you want. Um, Or you can, um, and that's, that, that will, that's a one-time fee of $260, uh, which is amazing. Bargain. Yeah. Four times a year. People pay twice that much for just one session for a real. So um, anyhow, back to digressing, but, um, or you can buy a la carte whenever you need it, which is $65. Um, which is uh, like, session. it's not such a commitment. Cause I know some, you know, of these stylists and they're fantastic, but you know, th- that's their business. And so they right. you know, work on a monthly retainer or right. a, a project and, and it can be really expensive. And so I think right. that is one of the things that might turn many people off. Um, so here's like business brain. You have this idea and then all of this technology and like all this other stuff that goes into creating what you've created. I mean, that probably wasn't that that probably took a a little bit of a learning curve, right? I mean, it's a lot of new stuff. It, It is a lot of new stuff. And I do have to say, actually, before COVID, this was a very novel thing. I mean, you know, now with Zoom, everybody knows how to web, you know, and how to virtually connect. But really, before Zoom, this was very novel. You were going to connect with your stylist online virtually. People think that that's not a big deal right now. But before COVID, that was a big deal. But Regardless, um, but yes, it was it was a big deal because you had to find the right web developer. You had to connect with the right um, people, and and you know, yes, um, I, this has been a learning process, and I've made mistakes along the way, and I've learned a lot along the way. And no entrepreneur can ever tell you otherwise. Um, and yes, financially. It, it, there have been financial burdens and wishing that you have spent your money in different ways, um, which obviously have led to my seeking out a business uh, coach to help me because I realized that before COVID ended, I wanted to make sure that I was, I was in the right place uh, when, when we were ready to take off again. Let's also like just back up a little bit by like getting your ass kicked every single day of 2020 and 2021. And I mean, being in the medical profession during a global freaking pandemic was probably not like the easiest psychological thing for. I, I do have to tell you that the first six months of COVID in the ER, when you, I mean, I don't want to sound dramatic because. No, sound they, dramatic. Please sound dram- Please be real. <laughs> but really, when you didn't really know if you were gonna get it and die or live, I mean, that's how you felt going to work. You were super scared um, because we were watching people who were super healthy and and get it and die. And then I'd see a 92 year old come in and they were <laughs> they'd make it okay, out okay, and we were just like, 
well, who's going to make it? There, there was no, I mean, you couldn't discern like who was going to be okay and who was not. There and was so, no rhyme or reason to it at all. And and so you never felt safe. And so every week, I mean, yes. So here I am. I'm just. I started my business. We paid a digital marketing team, and now I'm in the trenches of COVID. Um, we're yeah, I'm a little like, busy right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm saving lives. I'm looking, like, I'm looking like, yeah, I'm looking like a hazmat person every time I go to work, you know, with the whole. Oh, yeah. You probably had the whole hood yeah. and the whole thing, right? And I'm not sure. And every time I come home and I feel something in my throat, I'm just like, oh, gosh, you know, and, you know, there was no way to know at first. Um, and and so you were just like it was it was scary. And then there was this whole issue with running out of masks and you had to use the same mask over and over again. And, you know, that was like, that was a whole nother stressor aside from your business, like going, you know, like watching your business, like, you know, yeah. suffer um, that you've invested all this money in. And now you're like wondering if you're going to live or die <laughs> to take care of the business. Well, and I don't think COVID did you any favors, obviously, as we were all locked in our homes in sweatpants. But I do think, you know, you talked about the novelty of meeting with your stylist online. And I do think that COVID maybe helped you over a hurdle that you would have had without it, where people are very comfortable with Zoom now. People are doing everything over Zoom. And right. so all of a sudden that wasn't going to be a hurdle for a client to, for new clients anymore. Right. I guess, yeah. So, so there are silver linings. So, yeah, there's one. So that's where, where do you where do you get your stylus? And how do I know that I'm finding somebody that's a good fit from your roster? Right. So I, we have a style director um, who um, has, I know personally, and who has had many years of experience, who's worked with um, celebrities and uh, who's um, who's had, who has an extensive background and resume. And so what we, we too also, when our we have a career page and our stylists come sometimes through the website and sometimes they come through referrals. And um, we do a, an extensive sort of background check. We follow up on references to actually make sure that, because a lot of people say they're stylists, but maybe they're Are not. you really? Yeah, a, yeah. yeah. It's, it's an easy so, label to throw up there, but can you walk the walk is the question. Exactly. So we... Um, we, we really do a good background check. We follow up on references. And so we, 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 let's just bottom line is that we just make sure that our stylists are who they are and that they come with the expected resume. We, we set a, a high standard for our, our stylist. So you can be sure that when you do meet with them, you're meeting with an expert stylist. I love so, it. So yeah. let's go back a little bit. I always like to can ask I say one more thing. Yeah. I'm sorry. Not only are they great at what they do, but they love what they do. And when you meet with them, you just get this feeling like they love, like they love helping you and, and they're just so happy to make you happy. And I think that's one of the greatest things is that, that you, they enjoy helping you. And I think that that's what our client is going to feel just the, the feeling of that gosh, they really want to make me feel good and make me look good. So I just wanted to add that. So Which is key because when you're passionate about what you're doing, whether you're selling a product or a service, I mean, when you've got the passion, your clients can see that. And that's why they want to do business with you. 
I always like to hear you had mentioned before that there were, you know, some struggles and some learning curves and some things that were challenging with mm-hmm. this new endeavor um, and using a different part of your brain than, mm-hmm. you know, your medical. I mean, that that has to just be like balls to the wall, adrenaline pump. All, I mean, my mom it was an ER nurse and worked in, you know, I get that part. And it's a certain type of person that can really function in that environment. Um, to then flip over to this, which is a total different animal. Like what were some of those lessons that were hard and like, how did you, you know, move through that or or are you still moving through it? I think, I think it's, you're always moving through it um, because you, you always have to learn how to pivot. You always have to learn and you always have to learn how to take constructive um, criticism and feedback. But I think one of the things is that because we were in it for so long and we weren't really getting any clients and any feedback, we were kind of stuck in a rut. And, you know, I knew the website like the back of my hand. I know what I offer. I know what we're offering. And I know what we're offering is a great thing. But I didn't know that when people came to my website, they weren't understanding what we were offering. And I had to seek out, I had to say, to, you know, we were getting a lot of traffic, but not a lot of conversions. And I, you know, but I thought, well, it's COVID and nobody is converting because nobody needs any stylist right now. But I said to myself, wait, what if that's not the case? So let me, let me seek out some, you know, so I asked some professionals um, through the web developers and through, um, uh, some other professionals that I got to know um, what we were developing a video and I asked them, I said, can you please look at my website and give me your honest opinion? And they looked at my website and they said, you know what? We're still not sure what you're offering. Are you a box service? What do you exactly offer? And I, I have to tell you, I mean, as, as awful as that was to hear because I'd adv- invested so much time and effort and money um, it I had to hear that because that was what was going to help me move to the next step because I wasn't going to go anywhere unless I made some major changes. You were seeing it very differently than they were seeing it, but you knew, you knew what the, you knew what you were. Exactly. So it made logic sense to you, but then it's great to have people on the outside go, yeah, I, I couldn't get there. Exactly. And so you you always need the the perspective from those outside people telling you, listen, and and if you have to listen, because, it, you know, despite how much you've spent and despite how much effort you've put into it, if you don't listen and make the changes, you're not going to move forward. And so I have hopefully made, you know, changes and we are constantly making changes and I'm constantly listening to feedback from what people tell me because I, I don't want to be ever in that position. Um, I wish I had the money I had back then, but but that's another story, but that's, that's part of being an entrepreneur. So, um, there you but go. I love the fact that you sought out advice, you know, it's like, Hey, this isn't working. How yeah. can I make it work? Some, and Somebody tell me why. Yeah. Yes. But, but like so many business owners, I think like when things don't work, they're like, Oh, well, I guess, you know, it's just it, it's on to the next thing. Or, you know, they're not like, you've got to stick with it and you've got to ask the questions and you've got to get feedback. And sometimes it does sting a little bit, you know, it, yeah. it hurts to be told that like this wonderful baby that you have is not shining in the way that you need it to right. shine. So kudos to you for, for taking that step and, and constantly evolving yourself. I mean, that's, that's a big step and that's a big deal. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm open to feedback. So if you have any feedback for me, yeah. <laughs> where are you finding most of your clients these days? Now that you, you know, you've, you've birthed it, you've 
gotten the feedback, you fixed it. By the way, when I went to the site, I knew exactly what you were offering and how 100%. you were. It was oh, very 100%. clear. Got the whole online personalized styling service thing. Um, but we're- Music, music to my ears. Thank you. <laughs> right? That's good. Um, where do you, yeah, it's, I'm going to have to spread the word about this one because this is a good one. Um, where do you get most of your clients? Yeah. So, you know, thank you um, because um, being on this podcast helps, you know, and getting the word out is that is primarily how I'm doing it is um, by attending live events and doing podcasts and getting the word out is how we are getting um, our clients now. It's very hard. I, I've learned digital marketing is great, but if you cannot really help a client viscerally understand what you do, um, they will not understand just by one post or one one ad. Um, they need to see that ad or need to see a long video and people just don't have the patience for that. And so I, I think people need to hear it from somebody they trust and um, or somebody who's tried it out. And so that's how we're getting clients um, right now. Um, and, and then ultimately, I hope that we just get bigger and bigger. And our, you know, we've, we've had our style, we've made flyers for our stylists to go out there and talk to people as well. So that's kind of how we're getting clients right now. I think digital marketing will come when, when our name, our, our, our name becomes a little more known. Um, but right now it's just getting out there and getting the word out there and, and talking to people, um, in person or on podcasts like this. Yeah. So how many people when you when you were like, hey, I'm launching this business, here we go, turn it on. How many people looked at you and went, um, hey, cool, you are a superstar ER physician. What the fuck are you doing in, in fashion? Like, I mean, come on, there had to have been some that were just like, dude, I love you, but what are you doing? <laughs> I think they don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> they say it behind your back. They when you're not do. listening, <laughs> they probably do. And I probably don't tell a lot of people in medicine because I don't want to hear that from them. But you think you're so focused on the health and wealth, the health and well-being of the inside. And this is all about, honestly, the health but, and well-being of the outside. But see, that is my story, actually. And mm -hmm. when I do podcasts and when I do talk to people, I tell them, listen, I'm all about making people well on the inside, but I'm all about making them well on the outside too. And our movement now and has been all about making people well. And I'm this, what I'm doing now, it's not just about fashion. Like I said, it's about wellness overall. And I'm just taking what I do in the ER a step further. I'm just, I'm just closing the loop. You know, it's great to be well and physically well on the inside, but if you're not feeling it on the outside too, I'm sorry, but that's just, you're missing it. You're missing. It, it kind of completes the cycle. It's a hundred percent a misfire. So here's a question. We have interviewed so many, um, over a hundred women at this point now. I mean, hello. And, you know, going back to what Stacy said, how we're all multifaceted. I can't say as though we've ever interviewed an ER doctor who also has a full on other business. So how do you manage your time? Because it's, I, I, I know from, you know, seeing my mom grow up and like what she was like when she came home after, you know, 36 hours at, at work and she was just like dead to the world. Um, how are you managing your time? And, and I'm sorry, momming on top of that. Okay. Well, that's, that's a great question. Um, I think that, first of all, I think that balancing time and, and 
priorities. I think that's that's a specific to every single person, right? Um, and so I managing time is just managing priorities, basically for me. So mm-hmm. I get done what needs to get done right away. Have you ever seen that box? Is that urgent, important, um, important, uh, non-urgent, and then that that box where you have to and non-urgent, non. I put it in a bucket. Yeah. <laughs> and so things kind of move around like that in my head and some things get put on the back burner and, and they will sit on the back burner for a long time, but I know it's not a priority and that's kind of how, and things kind of get shifted around and I, my things to do list. I mean, it, it's kind of like an um, ever growing list where things get crossed out and put on and crossed out and get moved further, but it's, and then, Oh, you know, I, I'm going to be honest, but things always give, right? Something's got to give sometimes, right? So things aren't perfect, right? And so if something stays messy for a while, it's going to stay messy, but I got to get something else done or, um, okay. I love it though. It's the perfectly imperfect and that's that's an okay place to be. Tell us where people can find you. What is the website and how can we connect our listeners to you? Okay. Um, so you can find us at the styletrust.com and it's style spelled S T I L T H E S T I L T R U S T.com. And, um, you can find, uh, all our services and our pricing available there. Um, and, uh, for your, uh, listeners, um, we do have a discount code, um, and they, if they do sign up for a yearly membership, they can get their first two sessions for free. So if they um, plug in first two free, uh, all caps, except for the letter uh, for the number two, first two free as their discount code, um, they'll get their first two sessions free. God, I um, love that. That's fantastic. Yeah, uh, I'm going to call you doctor because you've earned it. And I'm going to let everybody know that this, it was one of the most, you know, fantastic conversations I think we've had. Um, you I are really doing the work. It inside our bodies, outside our bodies, and everything in between. Thank you for sharing you. Thank you for sharing uh, what you're doing and the idea that, you know what, if you dream it, you can do it. Everybody get out there this week and be inspired.